doing in your life is God's mind. Same question. As long as pastor puts me up here to take care of this service, that's probably going to always be the, the same question. What has God been doing in your life? So, go ahead, Terry. Can echo that for the men, brethren. It's so good. So good to meet in the midweek. I know sometimes I've missed too because God's kept me out for some particular reason. But coming back on a Wednesday night, what a wonderful thing to hear people pray. I'm thankful for that. Thankful we can do it in the open. I think the time is coming where that's going to cease sooner than we may think. Something else. Part of the preparation for the first Sunday of the month should be finding something to tell the church about how God is working in your life. If you have to stop and think about what God is doing in your life, and it doesn't have to be major. It can be he has brought me from the first of last month to the first of this month. Praise God. That's sufficient. What is God doing in your life? Andrea. I will say to you, the men prayed for that football game coming that you recently had. I don't know about, don't know if the the women prayed that evening for the, the football game, but the the, the men did, uh, and he blessed that in particular. So those, those men who were amongst here that were listening to that prayer on Wednesday night, God answers prayer. Surprise, surprise. Thank you. Yep, Dale. so encouraged to see them here rather faithfully. That's answer prayer, isn't it?
was thinking about that this morning as I was writing some of those words this morning. Um, the weariness that comes as the older you get at dealing with not being with God. Because some things that will break into your head is like, I wouldn't be dealing with this if, with this if I was in heaven. This is all part of this, and I'm kind of wishing I was there. You know, that I think as the older we get, the more that, when I say older, I mean older in the faith, the more we get there, take me home, because I would rather be there than dealing with all the issues that are here. The anticipation of being with God, it's one of the things the believer has. Wanting, desiring to be where Jesus is. The longer I live on this earth, the longer I'm recognizing the distractions and everything else that keep me from that. Anyone else? How about a, oh, go ahead, George. Favorite scripture? I'll throw that out there. Maybe so we can read a passage of scripture. Go ahead, George. That'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, chill.
Anything else? Yeah, Phil. Pretty sure. Think well. I've got some of that in me too. Anyone else? Yeah. Very good. 
I'm thankful for that too. Um, it is very comforting to me, uh, all the chaos that goes, the seeming chaos, I should preface that, with all the stuff with the surgeries and the constant changing things and not finding somebody to take care of one of the procedures, all of that is very unnerving, humanistically speaking. It's tremendously comforting to know that God has not just a plan, a plan for my life, he has planned my life. We're not deviating from that. I'm on his plan. Okay? And, and nothing is going to thwart that. Okay? What if I never get the surgeries? Okay? That was the plan. I have to take great comfort in the fact that God does everything right. Everything right. Not just the things I approve of. My approval means absolutely nothing. God's teaching me that. I'll tell you that. What else is God teaching you? I'll even take from some we haven't heard from today. What are you reading in Scripture? What are you studying? Are you studying? Yeah, go ahead, Marcy. I didn't put in the message, but when is it appropriate for repentance to start? Now. Now. It's not too late. Are you, do you have a heartbeat today? It's not too late. Well, today is called today. And it is today. You have a heartbeat. You have the opportunity to change some of these things. And I'm thankful to God who reminds us about these things and burns the change, conforming us ever into the image of Jesus Christ. To look like him, to be conformed into his image. I don't look like him. <laughs> I know that, okay? I know my sin. And that's why often I'm up here crying. It's not I'm up here crying necessarily because it hurts you to hear it. <laughs> it does pain me sometimes. It hurts me because I know what I'm speaking about is hurting my heart. Because it's me. I'm thankful for a God who has given up on me, hammering it out. You're going to look like him by the time you reach glory. Amen. Amen. Yes, it is.
Yeah, Sheila, go ahead. I'm glad for that. Maybe more of us should be doing that. Job. Good. I love Job. Job's an awesome book. They're all awesome books. All of them are for different reasons. Anybody else? Oh, we'll need to take up an offering today. Um, two, actually, and I'm only seeing one. I don't know where the other basket is located. We usually have. Oh, is it up there? Okay. We need to take up our normal offering for. Uh, the church's benevolence, and then a second offering for Jenny Ziegler. Um, oh, wait for today. Oh, okay. Specifically for her, so it's not a okay. So this entire we're okay with one basket. Now. Okay, well let's do that now. If we can have some men come forward, and uh, we'll take that offering.
you want to turn with me, we never ask you to do this too much. I think it's important you go ahead and read the words. Um, 1 Corinthians 11, 17 through 34.
Yeshua. 